Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. This is The Kelly Roach Show, and I have an amazing guest for you today, Terrence Murphy. Terrence, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. I'm excited to just spend this time together and make this connection and then see how many people we can inspire. Absolutely. Well, we talk so much on the show about people being business athletes, and we talk about how success in entrepreneurship directly relates to having the same tenacity in your business that you would have in playing a sport. And I am so excited to have a former Green Bay Packers professional football player and a lifetime athlete that's been in the spotlight since 12 years old on the show today to talk about not only your journey to the NFL and and what training and and mindset work and and discipline it took to achieve that, but then your pivot into real estate. Now you're investing all over the place. You're building your national team all throughout the U.S. and of course teaching so many others about how to be successful in investing with your new podcast, which we're going to talk about that today as well. So I would love if you would wind it back, Terrence, and let's start by talking a little bit about how did this journey to the NFL happen for you? When did you know that you are going to be a professional athlete? And then what did it take to make it happen? Yeah, it's a great question. So it started when I was five years old. Um, my mom bought me a Doug Williams Washington Redskins um, football uniform, um, you know, and he was the first uh, African-American quarterback to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. And I didn't know any of that at the time, obviously. I just knew I had a, I knew I had a football uniform. So, um, but yeah, that's when I made the dream to become an NFL football player. And it was a lot of work. You know, I grew up in a, from humble beginnings with a single mom and four other siblings, and I was the baby. Mm-hmm. And so I had to always wait my turn. You, it, it'll be your turn, you know. Yes. And I just created that um, sense of urgency in me to want to go and do things because I always had to go to and watch my other siblings do it. Um, but, yeah, I was an entrepreneur at 10 years old. I started my first business at 10. And my mom always told me, you know, you can you can do it in sports, but make sure you stay on your books. So my first two college um, scholarships were actually academically. So I got a full ride okay. to UNC and a full ride to University of Washington. So your mom, your mom gave you the best of both, right? She was like, you can do the sports, but you better make sure, right, that you're keeping your options open for the future. And that's exactly what you did. You were able to achieve the pinnacle of athletic, you know, success. But then you were setting yourself up all along to be able to pursue your entrepreneurial dreams and and become a business owner. So talk to me a little bit about like your journey to the NFL and what maybe some of the hardest and most important lessons that you learned were that maybe you still use in your real estate investing company today? Yeah, it's one of the reasons my wife and I, we have three kids, uh, Tara and Tatiana and Junior, um, and they all are athletes uh, because we truly believe in in athletics, teaching them life lessons that they may not be getting. And you learn team. You learn to speak up when you don't want to. You know, um, being a quarterback growing up, my coaches would always push me to the forefront and say, 
speak to the team, get them right. And I was an introvert by nature. So it forced me to communicate when I didn't want to communicate. And that's one of the things I've learned in business is there's going to be bad days. There's going to be bad deals. There's going to be life situations, but you still have to get up that day and be the best version of yourself. And, um, you got to push. And so that taught me that it taught me that grit and it taught me how to overcome trials and tribulations. Cause that's just a game of football. There's so many ups and downs and momentum swings and you see that in, in the game and then it happens in life. And so you just got to be ready to bounce back. And we always say next play, if you drop the ball or make a bad assignment or get a flag, you just say next play. So we get in the huddle. See, people don't realize what we're doing in the huddle is we're communicating about what just happened and how we can fix it. Yeah. And so I've used that translation in the business and I always tell my team, there's a solution to every problem. You just got to be creative enough to find it. That's right. That's absolutely right. And, you know, I always say in the world of entrepreneurship, your ability to recover quickly from failure is going to be like your number one asset in achieving success. Right. Because it, it's it's so much like athletics. It's like you drop the ball, you got to pick it back up and keep moving. Right. You aren't going to sit and spend, you know, an hour or a year wondering, you know, why you dropped the ball and thinking about dropping the ball and, you know, wondering, you know, what would happen if you didn't drop the ball? No, it's like, OK, exactly what you just said. Let, let's have a conversation. Let's figure out what happened. Let's fix it. Let's go forward. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That, so that created that grid in me for sure. And then obviously going in, to Texas A&M University, uh, playing at a, a historic football college. And um, I came in as a two star recruit. I wasn't a highly touted guy. I moved positions which mm-hmm. has really helped me in pivoting and entrepreneurship. I played yeah. quarterback my whole life, but I got to Texas A&M and I moved to receiver and I ended up setting every record in the record books, having a two-time first team all-conference, three-time academic all-conference and being drafted in the NFL draft with the Packers. So Aaron Rodgers was our first pick in the draft and I was the second pick. So he was my roommate. So he's still spinning the ball, NFL MVP last year. Yeah. You know, very proud of his success. And so that's kind of my journey to, to the NFL. That's amazing. I love it. And I, I just love that you were able to balance the athletic piece with the education piece to prepare because, you know, I think that when you study athletes, a lot of them, you know, by 40, your athletic, your professional athletic career is over. And I think for a lot of people, that's a really hard thing because it's been your whole life, right? You dedicate every waking moment to your craft and to performing at peak. And then it's really hard to have to start over and have no idea where you're going to go. So I would love to hear for you, Terrence, you know, so, you know, talk a little bit about when did you decide it was time to, you know, step away from the NFL and really begin building your real estate, I'll say companies, because you have so many different things that are happening and going on with that. Like, let's talk a little bit about that pivot. And I would particularly like you to explain in making that trans transition, how you invested in learning about real estate and how you were able to build your knowledge and skill set as like a second and completely different career. Because I think for a lot of business owners that listen to the show, maybe they have seven figure success or six figure success in their initial business. And they know they need to start building within the world of real estate, but it's like how, when, where, right? How do you get off the ground? How do you get going? So talk a little bit about that. No, that's a great question. So when, when I got to the NFL, you know, I go in the second round, get drafted, 
doing really well. Brett Favre is my quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is my backup quarterback. So yeah. two Hall of Famers. Um, and um, I'm number two in the NFC after five games behind Steve Smith, which is also a Hall of Famer, and kickoff return average or whatever. And on Monday Night Football, I had a I had a neck to head to head injury and I got paralyzed. So not a lot of people know that part of my journey. And um, and I had to go through the trauma of that and the neck surgeries and uh, rebuilding myself mentally, spiritually, and physically. And so what what I learned from that is that. Um, you just you have to keep going and there was a season of my life where I was looking to other people or things and I said the only way I'm going to get myself out of this mental state that I'm in is myself yeah and when I really own that and I got out of a whoa it's me mindset because you know that injury happened my rookie year so I never really got to play and see my full potential now anybody that played against me or that knew me when I was playing at the time they all knew the potential that I had so that transition was thrust upon me versus some other athletes because the average you know the average NFL career is two and a half years it's getting lower and lower every year right um but in the middle of that my biggest prayer to God is give me something I could be passionate about. I didn't care what it was. I just wanted another passion. And I knew what it felt like for the first time in my life to not wake up with a passion. So I encourage every entrepreneurial entrepreneurial person or entrepreneur to just focus on that passion because that's what's going to get you up every day. And when he showed me real estate, I went all in. I was 23. Uh, the stock market was getting crazy in 08. And um, I went to Barnes & Noble and I just started getting books you know, and start reading. And I read 40 books in 16 months. Wow. And that's what's called the entrepreneurial journey. That's incredible. And yeah, and most people don't know about that life-changing injury that you went through. So how long was your recovery process? And like, how did you even get yourself through that? I mean, I know you said you're praying for a new passion, but I mean, even to get to the point, I see you, you know, you're, you're moving your arms, you're, you're physically able. So obviously an immense, immense, immense amount of work went into even getting yourself to the place that you were back in business and able to do what you're doing today. Like, let's talk a little bit about that because I think, you know, for everyone, everyone listening has experienced a low point in their life. Everyone listening has experienced a point in their life where they feel broken, where they feel like they can't get out from under whatever they're fighting through. And that looks different for every single person for you, Terrence, what, what was that for you? How did you, how did you get out from under it? How did you begin to, to push through? I will tell you, it's given me an immense amount of respect for mental wellness and mental health. Mm-hmm. And unless someone is dealt with mental health and, and, you know, just those issues, it's, it's real. And, um, you know, I went through depression. I went through some of those mental things that you go through with a traumatic event like that. Right. Sure. Um, and it took me probably about two years of just, yeah, you know, trying to fight through it. But it took me probably from 05 to almost five years to beat my depression. Mm-hmm. And so it was a five year fight. And, wow. uh, you know, now I've set some boundaries up to not fall back into that. Yeah. And God has given me my wife and my kids and a new purpose on life. But it took me five years to to, to truly get out of depression. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it was one of those deals where 
when I really understood what woke me up, how did I tick? I really started doing like personality profiles like this test and things like that to just understand who I was. And so yeah. I always tell entrepreneurs, like, if you haven't done a disc profile, do it. Yeah. Know your pros and cons, know your weaknesses. And when I really understood that, I understood what made me tick. And I then I started, I was able to look back in my life and say, man, I've been an entrepreneur in my whole life. So right. that, that I go down that path. That's amazing. That's that's such good advice. Okay, so then you get yourself to the point where you're at you're at the Barnes and Noble. You're devouring like forty books. What did you say? Forty books in like eighteen months or something or six yeah. months, right? Something crazy. Okay, and and then and then like where does it go from there? Do you just start doing it? Did you work with a coach? Like, what what did you do after you read all these books? So I'm a self starter by nature. Uh, I've always kind of taken responsibility for things and. Um, you know, I grew up with my my mom and she empowered me to, yeah. to, to really believe that, son, you you can do anything you want to do. Obviously, she saw something in me yeah. um, as not only an athlete, but mentally. Yeah. Uh, so she always told me, you really have a skill set and gifts that you can change the world with. And so she made me believe and dream big. And that's why I've always just fearlessly went after stuff. Yeah. But I knew I needed to take massive action. And so immediately I called my financial advisor. I said, dude get my money out of stock market. Yeah. He's like, but you're 22 years old. You're 23. What are you going to do? Well, the average 22 year old, what is going to go blow it? Right. And so I didn't make the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, two, three contract money, but I had a start on life. And I said, I'm going to learn how to manage it. So I I took ownership of that. And that's why I really focused on finances. And I said, I'm going to get into real estate. Well, at the time I had already been investing at, it's a, private equity group called Stillwater Capital. It was one of the bigger private equity groups in Dallas as a limited partner for a couple of years. And I said, instead of me giving them my money, I'm going to go learn how to do it myself. And that's yeah. where I started. So I moved back to College Station, which is where Texas A&M University is, a small college town. And I just started buying up everything I can get my hands on around campus. And then I started learning the processes. I started going yeah. to the city, meeting with planning and zoning teams and hiring engineers and riding around. My wife got a job immediately, but I said, no, I'm not going to go get a job. I'm going to figure out a way to be successful at this. Yeah. That's when I started my entrepreneurial journey. That's awesome. That's awesome. So fast forward to today, uh, you have a massive portfolio. You're hiring for people to join your team around the country. You're now teaching tens of thousands of entrepreneurs uh, how they can get into real estate. So do the, do the flash forward now, Terrence, of what, what life looks like today as it started with the, that pile of books that you sat with in Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So now my wife is obviously my partner in a lot of my businesses. I have my three kids, uh, Taryn is 11, Tatiana seven and juniors five. And, uh, they're just, they're just crazy little people, but we love them. And, um, yeah, so we have 23 companies now under the Terrence Murphy Companies brand. Um, my one, which was my was TM5 that I started, it was a real estate brokerage from scratch. We started it at 25 and 27 and we scaled it to a billion in sales in eight years. That had never been done for a startup brokerage in, in the central Texas. And so from that, we merged with EXP. And now in six months, we're in 12 states. 
And we plan on being in all 50 states and in 15 countries over the next 12 to 24 months. So that's one of our companies. And we have other brands under that that are all real estate centric. We invest in prop tech, fintech. Um, and we have like our custom home business, which is Murphy Signature Homes, where we build these modern contemporary houses between you know, our biggest home we're doing is 10,000 square feet and it's like a, a piece of artwork. So I design a lot of them myself um, and I draw them and then I take them to an architect. But my my one of my goals is when I turn 40, I'm a couple years out. I want to go back and get my master's in architecture from Texas A&M. That's incredible. And I love that you're sharing that you have a, a goal of something new yet again that you're going to pursue starting at 40. I think so many people think, oh, I'm in my 40s. I'm in my 50s. I'm too old. I can't start something new now. And I I feel like like I'm I'm 38. I, I feel like, you know, 40 is like young. Like I feel yeah. like you're still learning. Like you're still you're still progressing. And I, I love to hear that you want to go back at 40 and 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 get the the architecture degree. I think that's amazing. So for you, when you look at real estate, like what are the elements of it that you enjoy the most? And, and what do you find the most rewarding about the way that you've built out these companies that you're running? Yeah, one of them, I, you know, at this point, because I knew how hard it was for me to start, you know, everybody just assumed that I was Terrence Murphy and I was just taken care of. Right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Johnny Manziel is like one of the bigger names that played in my university. So I didn't win the Heisman like Johnny, but my last two years, I was the face of A&M football, Texas A&M yeah. football, which is a yeah. big entity in America. Yeah. And so he just everybody just assumed Terrence Murphy's taken care of. I know he got injured. I know he got paralyzed, but he's fine. Um, but if everybody felt that way, then no one was helping me. Right. Sure. And so, But yeah. it, what it ended up doing is it created this. I always say, you know, drop me off in a desert. I'll find my way to the water. Yeah. And as entrepreneurs, we have to have that mentality. Have and, to. and if we don't, entrepreneurship may not be for us. Right. And so have that mentality. And really now, like I always say, if you're not dreaming, you're not evolving. Mm -hmm. And so you got to make sure you're continually resetting your goals. Like I just did a new vision board the other day for the first time in years. Cause I want to say like, what am I, like, what am I yeah. doing? Yeah. Um, but my ultimate goal, what brings me joy is inspiring other people and giving them access to the information that I didn't have. Yeah. So that's where I'm partnering with real estate agents around the nation. And I'm teaching them how to scale their business to multi-million dollars in volume, how to set up teams, how to set up automation. And then I actually want them to become a real estate entrepreneur. I want them to own businesses. I want them to own real estate and I want them to create multiple income streams. Absolutely love it. I love it. And you are, you are so inspiring and just the, the pivots and the overcoming of the setbacks and the building from the ground up and then turning around and sending the elevator back down. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, I want you to tell everybody about your podcast because there's lots of people that are tuning in today that really want to explore this world of real estate. So I would love to expose them to that. And then if you want to just share a little bit about what you're doing with your team. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So the podcast is real estate entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Um, I, it's, it's right at about seven months old. It's hit about 30,000 downloads and it's on obviously Spotify, Audible, uh, Apple Podcasts. It's pretty much everywhere. So just check it out. So real estate entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do is I didn't want to be pigeonholed into one segment of real estate, which is why I did real estate entrepreneur. So yeah. there's developers, there's builders, there's realtors, there's brokers, there's prop tech. 
fintech. So if it's real estate, they're probably on my show. And um, it's a very diverse background of entrepreneurs that are real estate centric and would love for you guys to check that out. Give me some feedback on it. And uh, any guests you want me to have, just let me know. And then as far as our team, one of our companies is the TM5 brand, which kind of see it on my hat. It's in the background. That's the brand that we're scaling nationwide in the 15 countries. And we're looking for real estate agents specifically or brokers to help them really create multiple income streams and set their their structure up the right way. And I've coached hundreds of agents from startup agents to 10 to $15 million in sales their first year. And if anybody knows anything about real estate sales, the average agent does seven to 10 deals a year. So I have a system and a process and a proven strategy that helps agents scale to 15 million, 20 million, you know, 25 million in sales. If they just follow my roadmap, it happens for them. And it's a proven model at this point. So that's why I'm just looking for people who need access to that information and are ready to run the model. They're either probably being overworked. They don't know how to leverage. They don't have mentorship. They don't have leads. And that's the people I'm looking for. For sure. Absolutely love it. Terrence, you are an inspiration. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Check out the podcast. Are you on social? Are you on Instagram? Where can people find you? Yeah, I just got back on social media because <laughs> uh, my team was telling me because I'm an introvert by nature. Like yeah. I, I've had enough spotlight for a lifetime. So yeah. I'm really like when people are like we need you out front, I'm like, Nah, I'm, I'm good. I've yeah. already done all that before. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's 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 fairly easy to find me. It's Terrence Realtor, but it's T E R R E N C E. So it's pretty much two R's and three E's. People put A's in there and they wonder why I didn't get their email. Yeah. So Terrence Realtor on Instagram. Obviously, I'm on LinkedIn. Just Terrence Murphy. I'm on Twitter, Terrence Realtor, and I'm on Clubhouse and Terrence Murphy. Absolutely awesome. Terrence, thanks so much for coming on the show, sharing your story. Keep doing what you're doing out there. And uh, I'm so excited that our guests got the chance to get to know you today. Thanks for being here. Let's stay in touch. If I can help you in any way, let me know. For sure. All All right, everybody. That's a wrap. We'll see you back here next week. See you. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.